midway through the episode this week, I got a text message saying that I was exposed to the virus. So I stopped recording, distanced myself from Jaffa, who's in the studio with me, and took a coronavirus test, and it came up negative. Yay! <laughs> took a second one just in case, and it also came up negative. So your boy is COVID-free still. I think I might be a super dodger. Anyway, thank you for returning to the Deaf Perspective Podcast. Here is part two of this episode. Hope you enjoy. Peace. Yeah. Okay, Deafers, we are back. And Izzy the Lion has a hot take for us. Izzy, what we got? I was thinking about it the other day in quiet meditation. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and it it, it, it it crashed upon me like a wave I think that white people love animals so much because they miss black people in slavery <laughs> I think I, I genuinely think they miss us bro oh my I mean think, think, think about it for, for some unknown reason they seem to just be obsessed with this, this doubt, this master servant kind of relationship. This <laughs> need to be in charge, this need to be over, need to you know, and have something, something so, have something depending on them, you know, something <laughs> on a leash at their side at all times. Oh White people want to be in charge so bad. They miss so having bad. us. <laughs> they miss having us niggas to boss around. <laughs> So they so they do the dogs. So they just bring the dogs. Bring the dogs. So they have thir- they have thirteen dogs in a house, two goats, fifty cats. I can't have thirteen niggas. I'm just gonna have thirteen dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, give, and give them all black names. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Name them Shaniqua. Name them Shanene. No. <laughs> Give this all is, these this dogs is young Kobe. <laughs> God damn. You know, the the special attention to, to the breeding processes and all the, oh. the history and, pre- and pedigree. Uh, oh I mean, God. it all just, it all resonates so much to me with, with slavery and the slave it's market. Not that, That's what it used to be It's not so proud. They used to breed us. Well, why do you think you see like light skinned niggas? So you think desirable qualities? So you think you think used to breed us niggas, homie? You think that white people that that have like psychological issues and like subconsciously through generational trauma miss their slaves or having sex with their dogs? That's ooh ooh. <laughs> that's a thing, bro. That's a real thing. <laughs> Are they fucking any animals? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying you, you, now, oh, no. now I'm saying that's a thing now. The bestiality is, is not a, it's oh, not new. That's, that ain't new. It's not new, but that's, that's some wild gross shit. Oh. Just putting that out there. I mean, we were talking about breeding and he was talking about light skinned niggas. And yeah. I'm like, is it like, little, <laughs> yeah. is it a little half dog, half white people running around here? <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, yeah, no, no, I mean, like, we, we, like, I mean, we about to see some people, uh, that look like Barf, you know, like John Candy and Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Okay. So, I mean, you might be on to something here. Uh, 
yeah that 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 master slave mentality or that just that feeling of domination like i am superior to you right dog, right you and know. i mean we everybody knows that there are things that black people have carried with us mm -hmm. because of the experience of slavery like right we still have we, we have trauma we have mannerisms and attitudes yeah. that like oh absolutely come from that shit yeah it's not it's it's not uh, too much of a stretch to think that white people would have some of that too right oh yeah absolutely right and a lot of it can be uh subconscious or just mm -hmm. not aware of it so that's even why even if you bring up the subject or even mention it to them like they'll get seriously seriously offended mm -hmm. just because they're not thinking that they're doing that or that's you know and you know the only real way you can bring it up to them is to mention it um right and then it just kind of de depends on where they're at and if they're really about uh if they're really about change if they're really about you know not wanting to become a part of that a part of that institution or even like <laughs> acknowledging the fact that their family has been a part of it but they're wanting to break that cycle um if people are like that then you'll see those people will want to change be like oh shit okay like i didn't yeah. like i didn't see it that way and, may, and like maybe i was mad but now that I, th I thought about it and you know yeah you're right but a whole lot of other motherfuckers won't want to do that right <laughs> that's, that's that's too much work yeah so oh, well, here, well here's the thing though like do, do you think because i don't i don't really see slave owners being affectionate toward slaves of course i, I mean we're not you know is that a thing like because like, like, they're affectionate well, toward are we, the are animals we talk, and, and we're not talking like rape or stuff because that is not affectionate right you know, or it's like sexual right. sexual assault right we're, we're talking like actual honest affection I, I mean, I have read, you know, journals from slaves and slave owners, like, you know, trying to find more, find more out about my history and, you know, the, the Atlantic slave trade. Yeah. And that was a thing that and, and white, white, you know, Republicans love, you know, revisionists mm -hmm. and motherfuckers trying to rewrite history. They love to bring up these individual cases where they're like, well, this slave was actually treated kind of well. You know, he would travel from farm to farm, taking materials to other farms. He was trusted, you know, trust enough to drive on his own and he would come back and he loved his master. Yeah. And, he was and vice versa. Yeah, yeah like yeah, he like he was basically Samuel L. Jackson and Django. Yeah. Yeah, it was it that was it was a lot of them. It was a lot of them. I mean And I it's have, not that you're I treated. see that there, but who's that nigga on that night? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, it's not that you're necessarily treated well, but you're treated well, you know, in reference to mm, yeah. in comparison to yeah, everything else going on. Better than yeah. the mother niggas. Better than the mother niggas. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting your leg chopped off, your right. your back right. split open. Yeah. But you know, you still you still can't leave. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, like, you can't go yeah, to New York. Yeah, like if you leave, you'll also get shot and whipped. You yeah, know? What it, yeah. What is it right. about the psychology of? Because um, I mean, they're not for nothing, bro. Like that. That there's. I think there's generational trauma also from white people. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. black folks, right? Yeah. Absolutely. That need to feel superior. Well, what's interesting, know? too, is even, like, talking about dogs and just kind of thinking about, like, my story with them. I mean, now I'm a dog person. Like, my wife and I have, you know, two little dogs. You know, we love them. They're great, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I originally wasn't a dog person. Um, but, but that kind of came from being real little and again going to Detroit and my uncle <laughs> had these uh, big Rottweilers I mean these things were as big as I was right right so right. so I have one memory of running out of their house and this dog is like chasing me yeah so <laughs> you know and this dog is like gonna eat me as far as I'm concerned right 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 this that trauma again yeah right yep. so yeah so kind of ever since then I mean you know I was kind of cool with dogs but not too cool definitely not like oh my god you know and yeah that's a thing though yeah 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 and it really wasn't until you know my wife and i started dating and then like a a couple years into it she was like i want to get a dog and i'm like man are we gonna be that annoying couple with the dog like (laughs) yes is the answer to that question yes exactly (laughs) I, 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 i asked that fully knowing like it's what's going to happen. Yep. And what was funny was that uh, shortly after that, we went to her her dad's when they lived in Livermore, and they had a bunch of dogs, and one of the dogs was uh, her old dog that she had when she was a kid. Um, mm. And so her dad was like, well, you know, Moose is your dog. If you just want to take him, like, take him. So right. that's what we did. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, mm. and, and that little nigga's my best friend. Like, he goes with me everywhere. He's like, see what he said. And that's what I was going to say right there. He said, said, and that little nigga is my best friend. You see what he did? (laughs) That that little Sambo. Yeah, yeah. He depends on me so heavily. Yeah. But what's funny, too, is that he's a white Maltese. So. Right, right. I'm trying to reverse the roles here. Wow. But you know what it's that too that that fear that fear of dogs. Conversely, that fear of dogs, that aversion to canines in the black community, there's mm-hmm. something to be said about that, mm-hmm. right? Because the, what the, got the, called yeah, on us. The, the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. You saw well, I mean, even before all the that, way through, right? All like, yeah, all like the way slave through patrols history. And, sure. You know, sure. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the, the white people training dogs to hate and attack dark skin yeah mm-hmm. racist racist dogs racist are real things are a fucking a thing. real thing it's a it's a mm-hmm. dog it's a dog um where i work there is a dog this lady owns a dog um close to my job and mm-hmm. i will i will sit there and watch white people walk by and that dog is as kind mm-hmm. as it can be right the fucking moment I pass by mm-hmm. that motherfucker. Oh, lip go up like Elvis, and get to slap uh, that shit. Right, you fucking yeah. nigga. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. you, yeah. nigga. Your dog racist as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You so what? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you can even like hear him saying when he's growling too, like you little nigga. Yeah, 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 nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Oh, you know this dog too, John? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> nah, I met a couple. Oh, like. okay. Cause you right. You're right. You're right. But you know, like pet ownership is uh, is healthy. It's beneficial. Mm-hmm. It's something that human beings have been doing. You know, shit for uh, 
millions of years now. Mm, you know, sure. we've we turned wolves into dogs. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? Um, that you know, domesticating our food, domesticating all sorts of animals. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think that when we see an obsession with animals, when it's you know, you see on like TLC, you go into somebody's house and it's like cat shit everywhere, oh, and they got yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. thirty cats and fourteen rabbits in cages, yeah. and you know, yeah, no, like that's that's, you, that's too you're much. obsessed. You're yeah. not, you know, you're clearly like unbathed, you're unkempt, you're mm-hmm. living that. You know, we we know who who we talking about when we say all of this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it ain't it ain't us, right? It ain't us. <laughs> it ain't us. <laughs> it ain't us. I, I think I think that shit comes from this like I don't know, man. Me. I think nasty is universal. Nasty is yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, I will say you're right with the TLC shows. That's what yeah. you be seeing on yeah, the like, white folks. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I think yeah. that's got more to do with the fact that they don't want to put niggas on television, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's really. true, yeah. But, I mean, I'm okay with the stereotype they're creating. Go ahead. Don't be going on TLC and embarrassing us. Uh-huh. That's a fucking yeah. law. Don't uh, do that. They man. already don't do that do shit that. on the news, on the local news all uh, day. So <laughs> Fucking embarrassing Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. I mean, like, like, you've got, like, reporters going out. It's like, you know, oh, yeah. Find them niggas. Oh, like that mm. ghetto motherfucker right. over there? Yeah, put yeah. a camera on, camera on him. Yeah. yeah, right. That's how we but get all even, our, you know, like, like, like that's how we get all our little memes and stuff. Oh yeah, we are gonna get a YouTube remix off of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hot kids, hot wives. Yeah, yeah, that shit. But, but even now, I think um, it it really says something to how uh, white people go out of their way to care for. And to treat and to you know just be with animals like you see all these crazy videos of like people risking their lives to get a deer out of out of a river or some shit you know what i'm saying or yep. swim out in the middle of a lake and go get a baby deer but like you ain't you gonna know, do that for a, some nigga a, a, a black man on the street you know it's just like i gotta walk to the other side of the street right. you're, you're a threat you're an enemy or you know on uh, arm mother on uh, arm person might get Shot sixty times, yep. you know, right? Yep. Like, and they're very the, much okay with that shit. But you let somebody mistreat a dog, yep, exactly. right? What? Right. No, you know what I'm saying? Peter, Peter goes hella, hella hard. Yeah, but hella, you know, are these are these are these same people organizing and contributing in other areas? Mm-hmm. Like you know, Absolutely. dealing with people. Absolutely. Are y'all, are y'all out here trying to help some of the homeless out here? Are y'all mm-hmm. out here advocating for mental health the right. way you advocate for shampooing rabbits? Yeah. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's one of the reasons why so many people hate Morrissey now. Because he's like, he's been this long time, you know, animal rights activist. And like, he famously will not play in venues that serve meat and will make them, you know, all serve vegetarian Fuck that or dude. vegan stuff. Fuck that dude. Yeah. But again, he said mm-hmm. that the Chinese are a, a, a subspecies. He said that reggae okay. promotes black supremacy. He said all this racist shit. So right, yeah. But you, but you'll go hard for animal. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wish. And this, this, this is crazy. I wish that black people were thought of as highly in white people's eyes as dogs. As they dogs. As dogs. Yo, yeah. my mom speaks on that quite mm-hmm. frequently. She was like, people will treat animals better than they'll treat another human being. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. mom, you're right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, 
those little ones were so cute. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess I, you know, I don't know if we necessarily answered the question, but are you know, are white people do they have pets because they missed owning human beings? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. I think some the point is, is coming... white folks, if you got a dog, get therapy. Yeah. Well, some of it is coming from. <laughs> well, some of it is coming from Unpack a point. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of it is coming from a point of privilege too. I also, you know, want to make this point that, you know, white people can maybe afford to have a small dog or a cute dog versus a person of color that lives in a rough neighborhood if he gets a dog man he might need to you know have a dog also for home security yeah 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 that's true um, that's yeah that's the thing yeah a so, pit bull yeah like, right you know versus versus a sharp mm-hmm. right exactly mm-hmm. you know it's really funny because uh, uh my cousin they have this rottweiler that they just got as like a puppy and you know from what i was saying before from when i was a kid and having that running she was you know in that house she was the daughter of my uncle and aunt so she grew up like loving these <laughs> so so she grew up loving these dogs so to her it's just like oh it's this little baby blah 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 and to be granted it's like when we came to the house it's like this big ass dog like i'm like oh shit but you know mm. she's super sweet she's super mellow she's chill you know but if someone comes up to the door or, or if she hears a noise it's all right. You know? right. Right. Yeah. Like here's, if you, here's, here's another. Oh, go ahead. Now, if you train your dog to go get your slippers and to go get the newspaper from the end of the um end of the car, end of the driveway, yeah, you might miss. Yeah. Slaves, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. subconsciously. Yeah. 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 Hey, I it's never like, thought of that. That's don't, crazy. Don't be making them do shit your lazy ass can right. do. You know what I'm wow. saying? That's a whole another. You know what I mean? You added exactly. a whole another dimension to pet you, ownership. You, you spent more effort training him to do that right. instead of just exactly. going to get your own paper. That's almost right. like one of those uh, like Jeff Foster like you might be redneck if right. <laughs> right. if you train your dog to get your slippers for you. You might miss racism, and you might be red. Right, right. <laughs> you need a. And I mean, cause, huh? consider this as well. There are towns, towns in America, with a dog as a mayor. It's a couple of them guys. Yeah. Say what? With a they, dog as a mayor. They, they are with a dog as an elected <laughs> official. And I bet you, I bet you, uh, I bet you, any amount of money you can imagine. Ain't no goddamn way they would elect a black person mayor. No way. Right. It's places in America where a black person cannot get cannot elected. Get, will get, not get elected. But a dog? But a dog? Run it. Yeah. Run it. Because uh, this motherfucker don't talk back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got, I mean, people live, people leave inheritances to their dogs. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah. One one dog in Germany, he has um he inherited sixty five million from his owner. Yeah, Leona Hemsley famously left her fortune to her pet her pets. Right. I want right. to say they're either I, I want to say they're like little dogs. You could have you when you die like you could have had in your will. I want to give this money back to you know fucking uh, the Negro Fund, the Negro College Fund. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, any any goddamn thing. Anything. You know, anything. Anything. Literally just anything getting, just getting food to people. 
any any human being doesn't even have to be black. So just anybody. Yeah, but you yeah, left yeah, like sixty five million. That's like that's you, like that's like voting for Kanye in a presidential election. For real though. <laughs> 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 This nigga's never gonna oh, get over oh, that shit. Oh, oh, He's oh, never gonna let that shit go. <laughs> He's never gonna let that go. Dude, man, how could you be so heartless? Man? I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I keep my love locked down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> keep my keep my vote locked down. Yo, all right. So, mayor dogs that are mayors. Dogs are mayors. Dogs are uh, getting in hit. Inheritances, you know, it's, it's dogs out here with more money than me. Yeah, that exactly. pisses me the fuck off. Uh, it's yeah. dogs out here with butlers. It's dogs out here with butlers. Mm-hmm. Dogs that own slaves, my yeah. nigga. Dogs come have, on. Dogs that have slaves are dogs like cutting up their food for them. Servants. If, if, this, if this doesn't prove that white people miss slavery, I don't know what was. They're giving their slaves slaves. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Is this I a don't bad know. episode of the Twilight Zone? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? It's like it is. It's, world right now. It's dystopian as fuck. I'm out here struggling hard. Yeah. My uh, whole family, my whole my, my mama worked all her life and still struggling. It's a pretty but dark a, episode. Here's a dog with 65 million. Yeah. Rich ass dog. Yeah. This dog is richer than me. Yeah, this is a pretty dark episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The richest, the richest cat in the world uh, inherited twelve point five million in nineteen eighty. What the fuck are we even talking the rich- about right now? The richest now? cat. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's a fucking cat. Yeah, it's fucking Morris. You remember Morris? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh-oh, no, no uh-oh. Like, who's Morris? No, like, it was this uh, these uh, like cat food c- commercials in the eighties. Oh, where, and that, and, like the, the mascot or well, the mascot mascot was this cat. The mascot. Mascot. You were right. The mascot. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot of like fancy feasts, or you know. Oh, it was fancy feasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh look, it's Morris. Or yeah. like, Morris always, you know. He had this like haughty voice, like. What the fuck kind of world do we live in? <laughs> what is this there, place? There, there are two dogs who are um, worth about five hundred thousand, but Damn. they also own five acres of land in England, nigga. They own land in yeah. England. They're lords. Yeah, there's like dogs two, like walking on the land, being like, "I own the shit." But you know what though? And they, Honestly, and they do. They 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 might have still more cognitive function than some of these inbred uh, royal families. Ooh, talk that talk. Talk that talk. Might they might be onto something. Yeah, <laughs> In, inbred as hell, boys. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, shit. Right, right, right. Dark as fuck, dystopia. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Shit. I don't know what to say here. I'm fucking baffled. (laughs) All right. Y'all stay tuned for our world World class media media review. I think we're. Are we reviewing Snoop Dogg's new album? (laughs) What are we doing here? Is this? Snoop's got a new album out? Oh, I don't know. I'm just oh, okay. trying to make a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I need a bit. I mean, I heard like, like he's going to... A kibble and bit. Well, well apparently, I, I just heard he's going to do another record with Dre. Oh. Okay. I mean... But then I heard something like... <laughs> it's so funny. Like, Snoop does all this extra shit now. Is just like... He's like, do, do you even like... 
do music anymore? You're like, I don't know. MC Martha Stewart. Yeah, yeah, nah. Shit. Like he's become like, <laughs> dude, he's become one of those niggas that like white people are excited to see. Yeah, that they just mm. love, love. Like it's you know, it's, Yo, I'm sorry, like like, like him and Mike Tyson. Like I remember when um, Patrice O'Neal was doing like you know it was on like one of those Comedy Central roasts and like he was just all like, yo, I'm not comfortable with the, the level of like how many like people white people like you. <laughs> right, right, Kevin Hart. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Right. right, right. You okay. gotta put the check in and the savings and the savings and the check in. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> the way my account says it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are back for our world class media review. And I want to apologize here. Um, first, at the top of this right here, uh, do you not have a no? I mean, I do. I do. My head is just still kind of fucked up about these rich ass canines. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that shit. <laughs> Motherfucking yeah. dogs out here living, yeah. living it up. Like, like it's, hard, it's gonna be hard, hard to go to work tomorrow. It is. Yeah. It's gonna be real hard going to work. Yeah. Dog is getting hand fed like fucking goose liver pate pellets mm-hmm. and shit. Fucking right. Filet mignon on a cashmere covered pillow filled with goose down and shit mm-hmm. on a yacht. <laughs> you yeah. know, like living real nice. The fuck. Right, and you got throw up in your goddamn stairwell. I'm saying. Right? Yeah. Right. The fuck is this? Yeah, something's not right. What kind of world is this? Yeah. We need to overthrow. <laughs> fuck this shit. Right. Man. Right. Eat them damn dogs. Anyway. <laughs> oh, come on now. Anyway, uh I eat a dog. You got a media review for us? I do. What I, you been digging in the crates? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh I'm gonna talk about um I'm gonna talk about a particular record that to be quite honest, it um uh, I've been waiting 24 years uh, to have a vinyl copy of this. Um, so, the band I want to talk about is this band called Roadside Monument. Uh, they're uh, a band out of Seattle, uh, 90s. Uh, they were kind of like a mix of math rock and indie rock, uh, kind of, you know, 90s emo, before it was like you know, asymmetrical hair and eyeliner was more like indie rock based. Um, but these guys came out of Seattle. The members of Roadside Monument are uh, three guys. It's uh, Doug Lorig on guitar, uh, Jonathan Ford on bass. Uh, he also plays in a, uh, this band called Unwed Sailor, just like this. Oh, I love Unwed Sailor for real. Yeah. So for real, for real. yeah. So this is Jonathan Ford. Yeah. Yo, there was a there was a there was a time where I forget what album it was, but it was like it was all instrumentals. Yeah. And the shit the shit it played like somebody at home and then going out to sea and then being on the ocean. Yeah. And then like missing their lover and then coming back. Right. That shit, I, I put that shit on low. Oh, and it would put shit. me to bed yeah. every dude, fucking night. Unwed dude. sailor is it's the like shit. It's like a lullaby. Yeah. So before John, so before Jonathan did Unwed Sailor, he was in Roadside Monument. Okay. And he okay. was also in uh, Pedro the Lion too. Pedro, I like Pedro the Lion. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In fact, it was oh, like you're taking me back. Now. In fact, it's like Roadside Monument broke up because Jonathan wanted to play in Pedro. Okay. So, okay. All right. So yeah, and then so so like you had him, and then you have a uh, this dude named Matt Johnson on drums, and he's 
one of my all-time favorite drummers. Like, okay. that dude is just like, he comes up with shit. I remember one part in particular in this song called Cops Are My Best Customers. And he, <laughs> yeah. And he does this thing where, like... I love the title. He does this part where he starts, like, doing this ride part that you would normally do on the ride cymbal, but he's playing it on the floor tom, and that fucked me up. I was like, what the fuck was that? I was blown away. But, yeah, like, yeah, like those three dudes are badass musicians and, like, super cool dudes, too. That's what's up. So, yeah. Um, and... Their first record was kind of more straight uh, indie rock, um, but their second record, uh, eight, uh, eight, eight Hours Away from Being a Man, is like a, is basically just like an indie rock masterpiece. But uh, their last record that they did, they actually broke up before it got officially released, um, it, it's, uh, and it's called I'm the Day of Current Taste. And this was a particular record for me that year that blew my mind it was a game changer record it was one of those albums that like really influenced my taste and kind of opened my mind to you know hearing other things and realizing that like music could exist in a certain place um different than what i was listening to and being ex exposed to at that time it was like this record and then like three other records that i want to talk about later on um but they were on. Um, it's it's funny. Yes, they were on. Uh, they were on Tooth and Nail, but they weren't. Uh, they weren't an evangelical, really Christian band. Maybe one of the members was Christian, but they were just like this artsy math rock meets free jazz band that you know they were very influential. And it was it was it was even one of those things where they even had to when they wanted to get gigs, they would just like make a just like make a tape or like a burn cd and like hand it to them they wouldn't even actually hand them their actual record that had the tooth and nail logo on it just because right. you know they, they they had that stigma and really they should have been on you know like a label like sub pop or matador or you know or like j tree or something like that but um Dude, um, so they finally did this thing. This has been in the works for a while, where this record was going to be put on vinyl. I've been waiting for it, you know. But of course, with you know COVID stuff and you know all that, it kind of held it up. Well, it just got released uh, last month, and I just got my copy this week, and like it, it sounds fucking great. It's like this whole. Uh, it's basically this whole thing where, like, you're having, like, guys that came from punk rock uh, and metal, and then they're taking those influences and making it, like, this, uh, um, you know, technical thing where it's just, like, it's math rock. It's, like, there's, like, free jazz moments. There's just, like, mm. big riffs that are, like, you know, kind of coming from, you know, guys that, you know, grew up listening to classic rock, but... It doesn't sound like uh, you know a Zeppelin retread or a Pink Floyd or Van Halen retread, but those, but the power of those riffs and that is kind of there. But it, it's it, it's its own thing entirely. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm, it's it's one of my all time favorite records, and uh, I actually got to see them live uh, 20 years ago because they did a reunion oh, show. Yeah, yeah. So like they broke up in '98 when this record. Like right, like right before this record came out, and then they did a like a short reunion tour uh, in 2002, and I got to see them 
at that time. And they're actually doing, uh, they just played a show in C Seattle last week. Uh, and they're going to be playing at uh, Furnace Fest uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, I wish I could go, but unfortunately I can't. But they were, I mean, if, if you get, yeah, definitely if you get a chance, if you enjoy or are interested in any of the styles of music I mentioned or any of, if anything of that description sounds good, I definitely recommend checking out that record. Uh, the band's called Roadside Monument. Uh, I'm the Day of Current Taste. Uh, it's a record that still sounds fucking brutal and heavy and holds up after all these years. Okay, so, okay. Check that out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Check that out, see what's up with it. Um, sounds good. Sounds good. I've got a, uh, I got a media review. All right, what you got? Oh shit! Uh, okay. I watched a film Ooh, recently. A film? Yep. It's a. I watched a film. I did. I did. I viewed a film, a motion picture. Um, it's called Breach. Breach. Yep. It's a 2020 film. Oh. And this it is, is starring. Fairly new. Yep. It's starring Cody Kersley, Bruce Willis, Ooh. Rachel Nichols, Thomas Jane. And some other, some other people. And some other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was shot in 2020 um, at a Super Monkey Studios in Fitzgerald, Georgia. So it was one of those Georgia films. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'll give you a little bit of the plot here. So it's set in the future, and Earth is, um, they're about to experience an extinction level event. Mm hmm. So there is a spaceship that they call the Ark, and they put 300,000 humans on it, um, trying to take it to a place called New Earth, right? right? So the whole mm -hmm. premise is, you know, everybody's on this one ship, and, and everybody goes into, like, their uh, cryogenic chambers, right. and they're mm -hmm. frozen, they're put in stasis. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then they travel across the universe at, mm -hmm. you know, uh, light speed to get yeah. to um, this place called New Earth. Well, the catch is... There is a being on the ship, um, and it's parasitic. Oh, well, that's no fun. Uh-huh, and it gets into your system and eats your organs and shit from the inside out. Ouch. And um, you turn into, like, a zombie-like creature. Oh, right? And you can okay. no longer control your oh, body. Oh, okay, so yeah. we got space, you know, futuristic stuff. Now mm -hmm. we got zombies. Zombies, Okay. Yep, yep. Um, and the only way they found out to kill this uh, creature, this parasite, is by this super high concentrated cleaning solution. And mm. funny enough, the protagonist in the film is actually a janitor on the ship. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is this, uh, Bruce Willis? No, no, it's not even Bruce Willis. No, um, it's Cody Kersley mm -hmm. is the uh, actor's name, which I've never seen him in anything. This film made $39,328. Wow. And I am going to go ahead and say that I don't even give it a full star. Wow, is that bad? Um, it was quite possibly the worst fucking film that I've ever seen. God right, damn. right, right next to The Room. Do you remember The Room? You ever seen oh, The Room? Oh, dude, I love The Room, though. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> terrible, and this is just as fucking bad. I, I, I don't did know. not hit her. I did not. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck oh, hi, Mark. Bruce Willis is doing with his fucking life. Dude, well... <laughs> I mean, uh, here, here's, well, yeah, that, but also, I don't know if you heard, like, apparently he has some sort of disease where it's like, 
like some sort of dementia type thing. Bruce Willis. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if you heard, but no. he's like, like slowly losing his ability to speak. Oh. And yeah. Nah, it's a. Uh, oh well, I feel bad for him. Yeah. But, um, this film fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> you, right, you just yeah. gave this man one star? Yeah. Right. No, they, I don't know that they, they don't even get a full star. This is the worst. If you see this fucking film and you want to watch it, like the poster looks dope. Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. You will waste an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes of your fucking. Life. I mean, unless you're super stoned and you just want to make fun of it and laugh. Yeah. Right, and how fucking ridiculous and stupid this every character on this ship that is like the t- <laughs> all the men are the tough guy mm-hmm. and they, they they're the same fucking character there's like eight people that are the same fucking character in this movie <laughs> like there's no yeah there's no nuance no there's one, no there's one fucking archetype and it's a fucking a hard ass and it's yeah. stupid as shit yeah. It's dumb. Dude, it's Dude, that just sounds predictable like, as fuck. Yeah, it sounds like a super shitty version of like Alien or Aliens. Dude, like, no, when you, you were like describing it, it's just like nah, they don't that just it. makes me want to watch those two movies and not that. Yeah, no, they don't even no, they don't even get uh, Yeah, in fact I'm probably even you insulting even, yeah, you Alien and Aliens yeah, by even Ridley having it be you. in the conversation. Right, right. Or is it Ridley Scott? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott and is, James Cameron. Yeah, Ridley Scott is pissed at you right now because yeah, you is. said that. This <laughs> shit is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely horrible. Don't watch this shit. Please don't watch this fucking shit. Ten out of ten do not <laughs> recommend. Take this shit off the interwebs. It Damn. is taking up space, and I need it for my photos. Get this shit out of here. Get this shit out of here. I'm going to watch this shit. No. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Like, now it. we want to see it. No, you'll hate movies forever. Is You don't watch enough movies. If you watch this movie, you will think that this is what this is what movies have become, and you yeah. never watch another movie. It's yeah, terrible. it gives movies a bad name is what you're saying. You could take an alien from another planet that's never seen a film, and show them this shit, and they will think that humans are just the dumbest motherfucker. I mean, yeah. they probably already do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they solidify the fact that, like, what the fuck are y'all? What is existence to you? This is stupid. What are right. you? Right. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. No, yeah, it's, nah. it's shit. I mean, although when I look at that poster, I'm like, does it look dope though? I'm like, Ugh. I mean. Did you see the poster? Yes, I did. I mean, it looks like it could be okay. Nah, that looks no? like garbage, man. Okay, well, you're right. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Right, you was deceived. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that's... No, no, no. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it is the garbage that you yeah. expected it would be. Yeah, no, like, if I was, you know, if I was literally, you know, as we often do, you know, you're strolling through your streaming apps, like, looking for something, if I saw that, I would scroll past. Well, I like sci-fi films, right? I do, too! But and, and by the time yeah. by the time I realized oh this movie's gonna fucking suck I was already like thirty minutes into right. it and I'm like I need oh, a nap anyway late. yeah 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 because like, <laughs> that's the one thing though it's just like you know and that's kind of one thing that's interesting is like if you start watching a movie and then when you realize like oh this is a this is a dog turd you know what do you do <laughs> do you like okay I'm gonna like finish this. Yeah. Or do you just bail and just be like, no, no I'm know, done. And I think I think one of the reasons why I finished watching the film, too, is so I could shit on it on a podcast. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> give it a review without seeing the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, it really would have been a better film if they... I mean, it really could have vindicated themselves at the end if uh, the two surviving characters ended up in paradise and they just didn't... They showed up to new earth mm-hmm. and it ended up being the same kind of zombie characters on this planet, too. Right. 
and then mm. the girlfriend that's pregnant mm. with the janitor's baby was like what are we gonna do and he was like <laughs> we're gonna kill them we're gonna kill them all oh. come on dude you ain't been a tough guy the whole fucking film and now okay now that bruce willis is dead now you yeah, are yeah. his character right come on right. chill out stop it <laughs> stop it so yeah, yeah the film made thirty nine thousand dollars um, and we all know why. Damn. I'm sure that they probably paid Bruce Willis five times that, so they in a hole for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big oh, time. yeah. No, Big no, no. Like, no like Bruce got his money. Yeah. They go write this one off on their taxes. Don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was easy. Uh, 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 yeah, that was easy to tax write Skippable right films. Very so, skippable films. So, actually, going mm. back to uh, um, so what uh, Bruce Willis has is um, aphasia. Uh, it's a, a language disorder, mm. which can affect a person's ability to speak, listen, read, and write. Well, he clearly Damn. didn't read the fucking script. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Shit is, I mean, I don't mean that. I'm not making fun of yeah. him got a disability. I'm just shitting on the movie. The shit sucks. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Bruce Willis, but God yeah. damn. Don't he have an assistant or something that can help him with the decisions? <laughs> Nigga. Yeah, well, you, you know what? Where the fuck is Demi Moore when you need her? Right? Damn, call no, her. No, I'm just shit by her. But what's interesting, though, is like when you have those, like, those old action stars, and then, you know, it's like, no, like, each of them, like, have their period where, like, they were doing good shit. They yeah. were at, like, the peak of their, their yep. the peak of their career, like, you know, financially mm -hmm. and as well as, like, the output that they were doing. Yeah. But mm -hmm. eventually, it always will go towards... B-movies and C-movies. B-movies, like, direct-to-DVD, direct-to-streaming, blah, blah, blah. And they do blah. that shit for some years. Yeah. And then... They finally get one more, like, oh, well, shit, somebody wants them for an actual great film. Well, right? yeah, it's like mm -hmm. you either have, back. well, you either have the the Tarantino factor, mm -hmm. or, you know, somebody like him or somebody that can, like, put this actor in, I, I don't want to necessarily, like, in an ironic film, but something that kind of basically, like, reinvents them and reminds people, blah, blah, blah. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. I was also going to mention, like, um... Burt Reynolds and uh, Boogie Nights. Um, but yeah, Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Um, yeah. Where it's just kind of like they, every kind of actor like that is kind of hoping for that, uh, is kind of hoping for that comeback moment. And sometimes it, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. You know, Steven Seagal looks like shit. Yes, he does. Oh my yeah. God. He looked like somebody's old ass uncle. Yeah, yeah. He, he sits so, like, down half creepy. of his movies. Yeah, yeah good. It's like his creepy don't, ass uncle. Too. Yeah, he, he don't he don't look good at all. Dude, did you hear about that time he was on the set of this movie, and uh, you know he was talking shit, blah blah blah, and one of the stuntmen or someone on the crew or somebody basically like <laughs> put him in this like chokehold, like put him to sleep. Like made him unconscious. No. Made him unconscious. Word? He shit his pants. Yo, for real. Oh, you like you like look that shit off. Fucking tough guy. Wow. Fucking tough guy. You choked out Steven Seagal. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. He's supposed to be the the uh, what would you what you call that when somebody's a um oh is a, a lethal weapon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. That. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? That motherfucker. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I do. And there's and there's also like loads of stories that women have of him being completely inappropriate with them and gross mm -hmm. and creepy. Yeah, no, fuck, 
Fuck him. I mean, I'm, Bruce Willis is like a big toe. Just saying. But, um, <laughs> so, Izzy, do you have an obscure selection for us this week? Yes, sir. Okay. I definitely got one, man. Right. Y'all are going to love this one. All right. Definitely check out this group. They are called Athletic Progression. Okay. Athletic Progression. Athletic Progression. Very misleading name. Um, the I, I, I caught the album. The album is also called Athletic Pro, um, Progression. It's got a picture of uh, um, just a guy running, like you see the shoe, like an athletic yeah, shoe. Yeah, yeah. They kind of give you that. Um, like that thought but it's a super super dope prolific trio with jonas cook on uh keyboard jonathan lou vixen on drums and justo gamula on bass oh, justo gamula Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you saw right through that shit, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't fucking know who Justin. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Go ahead. My bad. Well, yeah, they they are uh, an experimental jazz and hip hop group from Denmark. Okay. Um, it's. They're, they're not rapping, but it's um very hypnotic, head nodding beats. Like this is definitely true hip hop, trip hop. Like okay. it's it's so dope. It's um really forward thinking music. You can really tell the artists are influenced by you know all the greats like Dilla and Matlab. Oh yeah. But they still they still retain like true jazz elements. Oh, we gonna fuck with that. Mm -hmm. They gonna fuck yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely do. They play um. Play, they, they fuck with a lot of different rhythms and time signatures. I, I love that shit. Like, you yeah. know, switch it up, man. Sure. Um, especially, nice. the, especially the bass player. He plays bass on beat the way MF Doom raps. Oh, like, it's, shit. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really Dude, I, out there. Yeah, it's I, uh, super dope. Shit, I definitely want to listen to this. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Uh, um, I mean, you speaking my language, man. Yeah. Uh, a, a dope track you can find. Real quick on YouTube, it's called Canteen Culture. Uh -huh. Super, super fresh. Uh -huh. And that's on this yeah. album too. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It was the um, it was the first track I heard and instantly hooked. Like, okay. it's it's super dope. The boys tour all over Europe, um, very frequently, especially in jazz festivals. So it's real easy to find, you know, dope performances that they do online. And they're damn good performers. Um, and the leader of the band is the drummer. So they have that, you know, that weird dynamic of uh, really honing in on the drums. It's okay. really dope, really fresh, man. I like that. But yeah, like yeah, dude is a phenomenal drummer, and they um really, really good showman. All three of them. Athletic progression. Athletic, yeah. Check out athletic progression. They got the self-titled album. I think they got a couple of albums out, but I, the only one I've checked out is the self-titled. Okay. Okay, we gonna fuck with it. Yeah. We fuck with it. Now uh -huh. I got a, I've got an honorable mention here. I, right. I, I, I thought I thought maybe I was gonna do a, a a review on this album this week, but I'm not going to dive into it too much because I think it kind of mm. speaks for itself. But JID just dropped a new album. I don't know mm. if y'all fuck with JID right. or not. Yeah. Um, his his one of one of his newest singles is called Surround Sound. The other one's called Dance Now. Both those shits is banging. They okay. bangers. But check out the album, The Forever Story. All right. That thing is banging. Very, very, yeah. very great. Put together 
album. It's put together very well. He tells some dope ass stories on the album. Um, dude is a lyr- lyrical mastermind. He's okay. uh, and his his delivery is much different from anything that I think you've ever heard. I don't know. Um, Izzy, I know you've heard. Him. Have you listened to any JID? No, no, okay. I need to. Like, so, I need to fuck with it. Yeah, fuck with this. Um, Dance now is a fucking dope ass track. All right, okay. <laughs> Dance now is hella dope. But yeah, that's all I got this yeah. week, y'all. Okay, Deaf Perspective listeners, that's all we have for you this week. Yes, yes, As yes. As always, if you like the material that you hear on the Deaf Perspective podcast and you want to support your boys. Yeah, give and, us money. And create, <laughs> yeah, and create some more opportunity for us to research and bring you the stories and the reviews and discussions that you know and love. Mm-hmm. You can hit Izzy. On the Cash App, eight Y O Universe eight on Cash App. You can hit Jaffa Green on Venmo. That's Jaffa J A F A R dash Green dash one mm-hmm. on Venmo. And you can hit me, your boy Joey Dula, at Joseph J O S E P H dash Dula D O O L A H dash five. Also on Venmo. Yeah. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing. And listening to our podcast every week. Yeah. Don't give your money to Kenneth Copeland. Give your money to us. Don't do it. Don't don't mm-hmm. give it to Steve Bannon. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Don't do it. They're don't. not building that wall. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. They're not. We building bridges over here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we building bridges, we not We building walls. bridges over here, not walls. <laughs> Izzy, Jaffa, I love you guys. All right. Joey, love Izzy, too, I love y'all. All right, looking forward to editing this material. We're gonna have some good shit in here. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. Are we gonna keep the COVID scare? In? Uh, I, I, maybe, maybe we'll put that on the end. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh shit, gonna <laughs> like, add some like drama to it. Oh, gotta do it. Gotta just go play like an old ass radio show, like War of the Worlds. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. And they just put they they ran bulldozers over in there. And Izzy, what the fuck are you no. doing? Are you are you unboxing a PlayStation Five? What are you doing? <laughs> my bad, my bad. I'm fixing the kid cereal. My bad. Oh, that shit crunchy in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, gonna have the top of their mouth bloody as a bitch.